through all of that, like hundreds and thousands of years of oppression of the feminine, of course, we are afraid still. Of course, it can still come up. It's in your DNA, but you get to see I am living in a different lifetime. I'm choosing different and do the inner work so you can step into that feminine and allowing and receiving. And we get to really learn to balance it. And I feel like it's so important because as the feminine is rising, I feel like we are also like trying to like bash the masculine, like masculine, it's, but it's not, we, we need both. We need the masculine, mm-hmm. we need the feminine. And you get to look in your life, like where am I feeling safer and why? And what gets to be integrated? What gets to be integrated in your wholeness? The feeling and living in abundance, it's living in your wholeness with your light, with your shadows, with your masculine, with your feminine, bringing it all in. Welcome to the Goddess Talk Podcast, a platform inspiring you to remember your power Step into your divine purpose and activate your most fulfilling, abundant life. Join me and my guests for conversations around spirituality, self-development, wellness, women's empowerment, and soul-led business. I'm so grateful to have you with me. Let's jump in. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to A Goddess Talk the podcast. I am super pumped about today's episode. We are bringing the interviews back this week, having a lovely conversation with Patia Kolibova Burns. And before we get into this conversation, I wanted to take a moment to chat with y'all about my upcoming masterclass happening on July 26th called Soulpreneur Sales. I am so lit up to bring this to you. This is going to be for any of you who identify as a soulpreneur. Maybe you are a coach, a healer, a teacher, a course creator. Maybe you are an artist or an author. Maybe you sell a product, have a shop. Maybe you are in network marketing, whatever that looks like for you and you are maybe working towards creating your first sale ever in your business, or you are working towards creating consistent monthly sales in your business, this is going to be for you. So what I really want to do in this masterclass is to demystify and simplify the sales process so that it's no longer something that you feel like you're kind of passively waiting for, or like you're in the space of wishing, hoping, praying for customers, for clients. I really want you to see that actually sales are the automatic outcome of some strategic action, some intentional beliefs, and putting a lot of good value in front of your people and really clearly communicating and articulating your unique value for your people. So we're going to be talking about what blocks feminine leaders specifically from receiving money for their unique work. We will talk about the top and really only areas that you want to be focusing on to create your first sale. And then also what it looks like to call 
your people forward, your dream clients, your dream customers forward to work with you consistently month after month after month. Um, I will also be sharing little snippets of my story and some of the big transformations and breakthroughs that I've had and my clients have had specifically around sales. And as far as how it's all going to go down, again, it is happening on July 26th. It's going to be 60 to 90 minute interactive training style. So we'll be on Zoom. There will be a live chat happening. People can ask questions, participate. Um, at the end, we will do some hot seat coaching and Q&A if you want to get some specific feedback or guidance around your business. Um, and get some coaching from me that will be available to you on the call there is also a special giveaway that is happening in connection with this masterclass where one of you will win a day of private one-on-one -on -one coaching with me so just so many beautiful opportunities to come and receive learn and also connect with an incredible group of like-minded women we already have a really amazing group of women who are saving their spots and saying yes to this experience we would love to have you join us if you have ever attended a masterclass with me you know that i do not hold back i treat these genuinely like they could be paid trainings um, and i also really try to make these super fun for all of us as well so if you want to be there you must save your spot you must sign up whether you want to be there live or access the recording so you can do that right in the show notes there's a link to sign up if you have any questions you can shoot me a dm over on instagram that's always linked in the show notes for you as well all right loves so hope to see all of you next week for the masterclass. And today's episode, again, is a conversation with Petia Kolibova Burns, who is such a powerful woman. It was such a pleasure to be back recording and get to share space with her. This conversation just flowed so naturally and effortlessly. So we're talking all about going beyond the shoulds and the coulds and the what ifs that can be so easy to fall into and why it's really our authentic selves, our authentic expression that creates true magnetism, both in our personal lives and in our professional lives. We also talk about some of the things that can block our birthright of abundance, whether it's old generational programming, whether it's limiting beliefs, whether it's just this kind of fear of claiming that for ourselves, maybe the guilt or the shame that comes up when we do. And we also talk a lot about balancing our masculine and feminine energies and why for Many of us as modern women in particular, that will largely be about really softening back into feminine, feminine, our femininity and creating more safety around our femininity as well. So yeah, I think all of you will really enjoy this episode and I will leave it here for you to dive into. Welcome back to the Goddess Talk podcast. I'm here today with Petia Kolobova Burns, who is an abundance and light activation coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. We are both super excited to be talking about all things, getting unapologetic, becoming abundant in all levels of our life, in our business. And I'm super excited to have you. Thanks for being here. 
I am so happy to be here, Kristen. Thank you. What an honor. I like we started like talking before we hit the record button. I was like, this is going to be such a juicy episode because I truly feel that we came here to embody the possibilities and show other people what it can look like when we are truly unapologetic about who we came here to be, like to our truest self. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that too. As soon as we connected, I was like, oh, this is going to be such a good conversation. I just felt that the energy and it is, it's that embodiment. It's the, it's when we walk the talk of what this looks like, it just calls people in. It just shatters paradigms in and of itself. And so before we dive in, I would love if you just briefly shared a little bit about your story and what led you to doing this kind of work in the world. Such a great question, you know, and I love that we want to like show the the difference and the gap because people, when they connect with you, they're seeing everything you have built up until this moment. They're seeing you in a present moment and they don't see the gap. So I'm happy to share about like the past and what got me here. And it's yeah. something that I look at as observer only because it's just, you know, it happened and uh, it's like back there. And I have so much gratitude for everything that I have experienced because it really showed me the contrast. It really showed me the contrast of of scarcity and toxic relationship and self-harm and eating disorder like everything that can stem from feeling unworthy and undeserving and unlovable just show up in my life because it's just a pure reflection of how I was feeling about myself so you know the I would say like the most of my life you know the first three decades I just felt lost and I couldn't understand why am I even here? Like, what's what's the purpose? And I was outsourcing my happiness. I was outsourcing my worthiness, always looking outside of me and thinking I am not enough. I'm not special. Like, who would even care, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like along my journey, I became the one that I needed because I realized that this is no way to live, just to be getting by and and fighting and it was like forcing and pushing and fighting and struggling and then you achieve your goals you check it off your list and you're still not feeling happy and fulfilled you know like I did all the right things quote unquote and it just didn't feel right because it wasn't my thing it was the conditioning that I was growing up in what you should do to be successful what you should do you know like the archetype of the good girl the maiden you know the one who listens yes. the one who is waiting for the savior so that was me and then I just realized like if nothing changes nothing changes and I had to start taking responsibility and it was day by day and it was just brainwashing myself and looking into the mentors whether it was online or hiring mentors who were embodying those possibilities the confidence the certainty the hope and um, along that I became that I became dead and I had to start taking my own medicine because it's so easy to tell other people what to do and see it, right? But then like taking your own medicine in a sense that I had to start doing the inner work and my outer world started shifting. And the most beautiful thing is, you know, like a few years ago when I truly became unapologetically me, when I realized why I came here and it's so easy. We overthinking, we overanalyze it. What's my purpose? Why am I here? What is my dharma? All those are beautiful. Do you have to remember the basics and the foundation, the basis of it? You came here to be you. 
Like there is no one like you. And as long as you're trying to be like everyone else, you are going to be unfulfilled because you don't remember. You're not lost. You just get to remember. So I started remembering and it started like my life started becoming easier. And that's when abundance, true abundance came. Health, relationship. I'm happily married now with my husband. We're expecting our first baby girl and mm. we're living in our dream home traveling the world and most importantly I have business that it's so led business so there is never a moment in life when you are like oh everything it's like perfect <laughs> let's be honest to know the rainbows and butterflies but you have the inner knowing you have the inner peace and you're embodying who you came here to be and that, to me, it's truly a soulful success in life. Mm. Amen, sister. I love that. I love that. And there's so much that you just shared that I like want to speak to and jam on. Um, but one of the biggest things was, one, this concept of contrast. I love that you brought this up. And how beautiful the contrast of, of, of being and living out what we don't want is one of the most powerful ways to actually get clear about what we do want, what we do actually desire, what actually is our truth. Sometimes we have to go all the way to the shadow and all the way to the depths of pain or despair or lack of fulfillment to know what actually would be on the other side of that. And then in that process, you also mentioned it was recognizing that all of what you were experiencing in your reality was a reflection of who you were being within and the thoughts that you were thinking and the state that you were embodying and the rules that you were subscribing to, the shoulds that you were following. And so in creating something new, a new experience for yourself, it was going within and inquiring about what am I actually buying into? What is the programming that I'm latched onto? How am I seeing myself? What are the ideas I have about how worthy I am about what I deserve? And when you question those and reconcile those and broke through those, the the shift in your outer reality was natural it was automatic mm-hmm. and the third thing that you said was that you really ultimately recognized that you just came here to be you that was that is your purpose whether it's in relationship whether it's in how you're relating to your body and how you're experiencing health whether it is literally around purpose and business it's just about being you and so i'm i would love for you to say more on that like what What is this connection between just being who we are and magnetism and abundance? How does being who we are create that personal and professional magnetism? Um, And and what does it look like to go beyond the shoulds and the old rules and the old conditioning and to just discover who we truly are? I love that question because it has really everything to do with it. You know, the moment that you realize, like, I truly came here to be myself, that's the moment that you become magnetic. That's the moment that you become attracting or repelling the people from your life and in your life. So I feel like it's so important to get to know yourself. You know, it's like, it can sound like a cliche, but truly, you got to go back to the basics, know thyself. When you can peel off the layers of, I should do this, or I was told to do this, or, you know, I feel like sometimes more dangerous, it's even, I could do this. 
because then you are aware that, oh, I, I don't have to do anything. There is no shoulds, but you're walking in a coulds. Yeah, I could do this for my friend. I could take this client. I could make this price work. I could. Is it really a heaviness in your body? Does it really feel right in your body? You know, like, did you give yourself the space for it to really see how it resonates with your body? Because you're going to be always invited into expansion. And it's interesting, like I was being asked like just recently, like if I believe that the universe got source, it's testing us. I'm like, I know I don't believe that. I don't believe that we are tested. I feel like we're being shown the possibilities and it's up to you to choose and pick. You can have a client that comes to you and you are like, oh, I could make this work because I could use this money, right? Well, then you are telling the higher source, I will settle on whatever and the same will show in your relationship with your health like i will settle on whatever so you're not being true to who you really are when you go back to yourself like really ask yourself what are the stories that i'm repeating to myself what are the things that i'm allowing what are the things that i'm still available for that are draining me that are like weighing me down and I really feel like the two biggest modalities that I have used in the past years that helped me the most was human design, like really understanding human design, who did I came here to be, and peel off the layers of the shoulds and coulds, and seeing the people around me. It helped me tremendously. You know, I'm studying human design almost five years with, you know, courses, one-on-one mentorships. I use it in my business, in my life, like knowing what is human design of my husband, it's so life-giving because then you're coming from place of compassion and understanding versus judgment and expectations. And the second was breath work, you know, like using breath work for me. I don't do it right now. Almost seven months pregnant. Like I, I still <laughs> teach, but I'm like, that doesn't feel like right now. Good. You know, in well, my intense, body. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little bit too intense, but I still do like Kundalini activation process inner dance that I can do no matter where I am, but it's more feminine energy. So I really believe that when we align who we came here to be and we peel off the layers, and I feel like so often we are facing the fears. What will people think? What if people judge me? What if my friends and family will think whatever, right? What if no one says yes, like from my new pricing on new clients? And it's just like the what ifs. I'm like, well, what's the worst that can happen, really? You know, like the worst that can happen is you're in the end of your life, laying in bed, and you're like, oh, I wish I would travel more. I wish I would speak my truth more. I wish I would broke off that relationship. I wish I would really pursue my business. Like, my beloved grandma, she transitioned a couple of years ago and I asked her and it's so fascinating. It was really just my intuition or whatever was in play. I asked her, what is her biggest regret in life? And she was 77, you know, and she was like, fine. And she told me that her biggest regret was not divorcing sooner. She divorced when she was like 60, you know, and she was like, I just like back then were different times and you couldn't do the things that you're doing now. And she lived with that regret. And then next day she had a stroke and she ended up in a hospital that she never came back from, you know? So it's just like, I don't want to live in that regret. I would rather go and explore and follow these breadcrumbs because life will always give you breadcrumbs. Like 
following your curiosity, where you are guided to, it is so life-giving versus just like putting the, you know, the blinds on you and like, oh, I, I should do this and that. You can do that. When you look around, most people do that. Let's be honest. They go to the job that it's not fulfilling. They're staying in relationship because they don't want to be alone. They're not taking care of their bodies because they're tired and burned out. But is that the life that you really want? Or would you rather stand out, be different, and set an example? Because whether you like it or not, you're always setting an example. Always. So this this shift or this this subtle distinction between the shoulds and the coulds, I'm so happy that that came through because everyone's talking about like let's screw the shoulds, like throw the sh light the shoulds on fire. But the could is even sneakier, like you said, because it feels like okay, the should's really obvious, like that's I'm I'm following someone else's rule, like I'm gonna move beyond that. But the could is this really sneaky way that we're like well, there's nothing else here. This is all that I'm seeing. Maybe I just should do, like, maybe I just could take advantage of this. Like, I'm not seeing any other opportunities. There's this client, they're willing to pay me. It doesn't really feel like a good fit, but like, maybe I should just do it or whatever. And, you know, as you were speaking, what was really coming through to me is like, what's underneath us following a could is not really trusting that there's anything else available to us. It's not really trusting that, we are supported. It's, it's thinking in this lack mindset. That's like, this is like all this is, I just have to settle for something that's mediocre. Um, it has to be hard. It has to be just like drips of fulfillment, not this like abundant fulfillment. And so I guess I love, well, I think it's also related to maybe being in a little bit of a more um, masculine overdrive of like just wanting to control and wanting to force and just wanting to like settle for any little thing that's here versus being in this receptive, open, trusting, expressed space. And so I guess my question would be, you know, what are some of the, the lack beliefs or ideas that are blocking us from being abundant? And then also what are some of the maybe masculine overdrive patterns that are also blocking abundance? Does that make sense? It does. It does. It's a lot at once. It's it's perfect. Like let's let's let it come as it comes. You know, at the perfect time. And I love that question because it's so interesting. Like I feel like it really comes. Everything settles on not feeling worthy. If you're feeling that the abundance it's not coming to you and through you because it can be easy when you align with it, when you align with your truth, like you become magnetic and people just want to be around you. And like, I had women who reach out to me, like they heard me on a podcast or saw my Instagram and they're like, I don't know why, but I like, I want to be in your energy. Like, do you take clients? You know, it's just the energy that you're exuding out there. So if you're not feeling worthy, if you're not feeling certain about who you really are, then you're going to put up the wall around yourself because you're not feeling safe. You're not feeling safe in your truth. You're not feeling safe in speaking out. You're not, you know, feeling safe to show up. And how do you want people to be attracted to you and pay you or even just like support you, even if you don't have a business? I mean, I feel like most of us do these days now. Mm -hmm. um, 
But it's like, if you're not feeling worthy and deserving and really tap into your truth, your knowingness and your intuition, then you're going to build up the walls and you will just put your head down and just do whatever, right? But the whatever, it's not yours. And people can feel it. I really feel like people nowadays, they have like this BS meter, like, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you show. Like, I feel something is off. People feel you. Mm -hmm. there's a different energy when you say like oh I gotta build my business I gotta post five times a week and you're posting just to post what or your show up two times sharing your truth sharing your beliefs sharing like how can you empower others people will feel that energy and like you will move mountains from that place of deep knowingness like people will be people will feel you people will feel your conviction people will feel your truth and again you will be attracting and repelling people and who cares right we get to really so deeply care about who we are and the people who are really aligned so I feel like of course there are so many layers to it like your beliefs ancestral healing you know like when I work with my clients we also work on ancestral healing because I feel like so very often there comes the past lives and the generational healing that really comes into the play that we get to look at because sometimes we're doing all the right things but we're still not feeling the results or getting the results like I had a client who like we had a session and I saw like she was living in like it was like 16th century and she was like a little girl who was like growing up alone and she was hungry and she was scared and it kept showing up in her life right now she was an artist she was amazing but she was just like scared she was scared to show up fully she was scared that she would get like hurt you know and we had to peel those layers she was doing all the right things in this lifetime but until she made a piece and understood like i am safe I am safe now with who I am and where I am, she couldn't get through. Mm. So there are so many layers we can like look at. But again, the most basic, it's like, are you feeling worthy? Are you feeling deserving? Are you feeling supported? Are you feeling safe? I feel like the feminine and we both like love that energy. I feel like to some of us, it just comes more naturally, the feminine energy for, and, and you can even like look at your human design. Like it will tell you if you are more masculine or feminine, what's more natural to you? Who did you came here to be? And um, when you're like more feminine, it's easier for you to soften up if you're feeling safe. If you're not feeling safe in your body, if you're not feeling safe in your environment, if you're not feeling safe speaking your truth, and again, this is ancestral, it runs in our DNA. Because when, you know, babies are made, the mitochondria DNA from women stays in the ovum for a whole lifetime and generations. The mitochondria DNA from men, it's in the, uh, it's in the tail of the sperm, so it dies, you know, once you get impregnated. So men don't continue like women do so mm -hmm. that's why we're yeah. still feeling can feel the oppression that's why we can still feel the fear that's why just think about it the woman just like centuries ago they couldn't speak the way we speak they couldn't express themselves they would be killed and i'm hoping that everyone who is listening now it's safe there's still women who are living in countries or places or spaces they're not safe to express themselves so if you're not feeling safe how can you attract the true abundance in your life so I feel like you get to look at that, your worthiness, and am I feeling safe? Am I feeling safe in my body, in my environment, expressing myself, 
what am I feeling? Is it really mine? Like a couple of years ago, I did ayahuasca ceremony because I, I had that feeling and a knowingness that what I'm feeling, it's not mine. Like I really felt it in my body. You know, when you're sad, it's like when you're watching a movie and you cry and you know, like this sadness, it's not mine, right? You know, the movie will end. There's You're being the observer. So you can tell the difference in your body if you're tapped in, is the sadness mine or not? So tapping into that will be super, super important. And through all of that, like hundreds and thousands of years of oppression of the feminine, of course, we are afraid still. Of course, it can still come up. It's in your DNA. But you get to see, I am living in a different lifetime. I'm choosing different and do the inner work so you can step into that feminine and allowing and receiving and a lot of you know business owners that I work with, they come to me because they are in more in their masculine. They feel safe in their masculine, because the thing is, well, one, we are living in a masculine world that it's just appreciating more when we are doing and achieving and performing and you know getting things. So it feels safer to be in the masculine because you're like, well, I will do ten calls and I will get one client. You know what I mean? Or I will do ten calls and I'll get three clients, versus let me allow, let me receive, let me trust, let me stay in my pleasure, let me stay in my joy and allow it to come to me, you know? So we get to really learn to balance it. And I feel like it's so important because as the feminine is rising, I feel like we are also like trying to like bash the masculine, like masculine, it's, it's not, we, we need both. We need the masculine, we need the feminine. And you get to look in your life, like, where am I feeling safer and why? And what gets to be integrated? What gets to be integrated in your wholeness? The feeling and living in abundance, it's living in your wholeness with your light, with your shadows, with your masculine, with your feminine bringing it all in mm. <laughs> yes um so much so much the so so juicy every all of this um and one thing that just really stood out to me was one of the first things that you said which is just we are such good bs detectors as humans and i think especially as the online space is getting more and more crowded which isn't necessarily a bad thing but as that is objectively what's happening everyone is saying words everyone is posting everyone is doing all of the things everyone is going through the motions and so it's no longer enough to just post the post and cross the five times off the list because people can feel they they have to feel now that's the only way for them to actually be in for them to actually make decisions because otherwise it all just looks like the same noise. So people have to be feeling your energy, feeling your embodiment, feeling your voice, feeling that soul connection. And if we're just posting to post or just going through the motions, they're not going to be able to feel that from us. There's not going to be a connection there. And so I think that's just part of the trend that we're seeing for anyone that's listening that is in business and that is maybe feeling stuck or that you are maybe in your masculine or you are feeling like you're doing all the things and it's not working. This is probably the missing piece is the energetics and the embodiment, the, the integrity behind what you're doing. Um, but then, then to the second piece of what you were saying about this safety and how so often we fall into the, the over- over masculine because it gives us this sense of safety whether or not that's that's real that the sense of control 
gives this uh, this illusion of being safe. And so I'd love to talk about like getting into this unapologetic energy and and leaning more into the feminine because I think and, and finding safety in the feminine because so much of what we're afraid of when it comes to to I think there's this process of of building trust with softening, building trust with leaning back, building trust with resting and pausing and and sort of like slowly leaning into that to discover that it's safe to be there and to familiarize our bodies and our systems with being in that space. But then it's also things like the guilt that comes up when we think about actually claiming abundance. It's also the fear of what if I speak my truth and I get exiled? Because like you said, that's living in our DNA. It's living in our bodies. And so my question or what I'd love to just like riff on with you is the, what it looks like to start to build more safety being in the feminine, whether it is being in the softness and the receptivity or being in the, um, the worthiness, the claim, the claiming that unapologetic space, whether it's being in our voice and our expression, what does it look like to start to feel more safe there? Um, without like completely bashing the masculine or getting rid of the fem- the masculine. I love that question. And, you know, I, I love what you said, like slowly, how can we slowly feel safe? Because we're, I feel like we're living in this microwave mentality of like, I want it now and five seconds later. And then it's so much pressure. And when you look at nature, like nature never rushes and gets always everything done. Right. So I really love the slowness and inviting the slowness into our life. And that's why I start my mornings in the feminine energy. That's how I invite it. That's how I keep it feeling safe. That's how I start in that energy of receptivity and allowing. And then I step into the masculine. And then I end my days going back into allowing and receptivity and the feminine. Because if we end Mm -hmm. our day in the masculine, like, you know, okay, like, you know, emails done, messages done, everything is done. Okay, I'm done. I take shower, fall into the bed. You're not going to feel fulfilled. You're going to feel like burnout and frustrated very soon. So I feel like inviting the femininity slowly in your life, bringing in the sensations in your mornings. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you have five minutes or two hours, but inviting that softness. And I like the unapologetic part really comes like hand in hand with it because I just love, love to start my day with the knowingness that I am treating myself how I want, how I want the world to treat me. I start with the softness. I start with the appreciation. I start with either affirmations or meditations connecting with my, it's so much easier now to connect with my body because like I have a kicking baby in my belly you know so yeah that's like but I did it before you know I just connected with my breath one hand on my heart one hand on my belly and just like breathing and instead of like wake up in the morning grab my phone thinking about what do I have to do today I always started with appreciation like I love basking in like my bed and the soft pillows and it just feels so good. So starting with the appreciation, the gratitude, it's, I know it can sound like cliche and that we keep like really repeating it, but that's the energy of abundance, the appreciation, the celebration, it's really the energy of abundance. So really starting, 
<laughs> starting there and then tuning into like your body the sensations the different elements like i open up the window depending on where do you live right like if it's too hot or too cold outside but i love like opening up the window and using my essential oils and put a massage oil on my body or take a shower so i bring in the um like the feminine beautiful flowing element even like taking a bath if you can if it's like weekend for you i mean some of us who are entrepreneurs we can do it anytime right but just bringing in the different elements and like the deliciousness of possibilities in life and treating yourself well and then maybe just like getting into your body like even like if you're brushing your teeth you know you can just move your hips because we store a lot of energy in our hips you know as women so like just moving your hips, putting some music on, dancing, even one song a day, it's going to make a huge difference because you're going to become present and get into your body. So, so many different things you can create to get into your feminine, the deliciousness of feminine. And then I light up an incense and I invite the spirit of my business to like open up because when we are working from home or we are online entrepreneurs, there is the tendency that we can work from rising till falling, literally, right? Yeah. So I have like opening and closing my business rituals with the spirit of my business, just connect and ask for the highest support for all. And when I light up the incense, for me, that's a sign I'm stepping in my masculine. So I look at what is on my calendar that day. I look at if I get to prepare anything. I um, look at like, I have a big calendar and uh, I write there like, what am I selling, promoting today? What is important to me? You know, like, what am I doing? And I look at these three aspects of my business, like how am I nurturing? How am I growing? And how am I selling? So I look at these three things and then, you know, I get into my DMs, my email, connect with my team, do interviews or coaching calls, wrap my day. And I, and I always take a break for like lunch or going to nature, cuddle my husband or the dog, or just like there gets to be like a pass so I can recenter. And then I end my day with allowing and receiving. What can I receive? Like sometimes I get a massage. Sometimes I just, you know, like um, receive a delicious meal or make myself a favorite drink like adaptogenic latte. Just like receiving and pampering myself and softening. It's beautiful yeah. in our relationship because I'm not 24-7 walking in my masculine and then not allowing my husband to be mm -hmm. in that, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're single or not, if you're too much in your masculine, you know, like you're going to be attracting feminine counterparts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we could do a whole episode on that. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? I know. But I feel <laughs> like that really helps me to end the day with a feeling of satisfaction and peace. Yeah. Oh, so good. I have a... I have a similar kind of flow that I use in, in my day. And I, I love this dance between both, right? Because it's like, let's, let's kind of interrupt the, the programming of just go, go, go and get done and cross off the list and fly, go through the motions. Like let's interrupt that by dropping into the body, to the breath. Like it's bringing in this quality of relishing in the moment and in the beauty and in the pleasure and in the sen the senses, the sensuality, tapping into that space and then bringing that quality of being into all of the doing. And so it's like this 
dance that happens between the feminine and the masculine where the where it's not all feminine we're not just all inward and feeling and 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 connecting with spirit and then there's nowhere that the energy is going it's just all staying within that's going to be stagnation but it's let's connect with the being and then let's channel that energy precisely potently let's let's serve let's create impact yeah let's get through the things on the list so we can feel safe and supported and know that we're creating the momentum and then we know like we know that we've moved the needle forward we know that we've showed up we've taken the inspired action and then we lean back and we drop back into softness and receptivity and surrender and and go into our lives it's this beautiful dance of both and i love that you just shared shared it even in the way of like what this looks like on a daily basis because it makes it so tangible for people to like oh this is what that would look like um and i really think this to me, this, what's just coming through so strongly is like, it's this, we get to separate the idea that our worth comes from how hard we work and move into this space where we, our worth just is like, we were born worthy. It's without question, we are worthy. And the abundance doesn't come from the work. It comes from that inner state of being that's behind anything outward. Like that's what the abundant, that's where the abundance comes from. Yeah, I absolutely love that because that's what I, you know, found out in my life. Like most of my life, I didn't feel safe, you know, based on what I experienced when I was growing up. So being in a masculine felt safer for me and it's feeling safer for so many business entrepreneurs, right? Because they're like, well, I know if I do, I will achieve, right? But it's like, step into the beingness first and then channel it into the doing you're going to be having so much more satisfaction, joy, fulfillment, freedom, and you're going to still make an impact because you will learn how to dance between the feminine and the masculine. So like you cannot have a business and be only solo in your feminine unless you have a team who does everything else. And I'm so blessed. Like I have an amazing team and I teach my clients how to delegate and how to like grow their business in really soulful way. But the thing is that if you're only in your feminine or if you're only in your masculine, there will always be a gap that you will be experiencing. And that's when we're feeling depressed, when we're feeling anxiety, when we're feeling stuck, because we're not integrating both parts of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're either capped with how 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 much impact, how many results we're creating, or we're creating the impact and the results, but we're not fulfilled by it there's something missing. There's a, there's a state of, of being that we're longing for that's missing. So it's so good. This is everything for, especially in entrepreneurship, but, but in every part of life, it's this dance between the two. And so to bring all of this together, I would love to just invite you to share any, any final closing thoughts that you have anything that you're inspired to leave the audience, the listeners with, and then um, feel free to invite um, people to check you out beyond this conversation online on socials, share what, where they can find you. I love this. And I feel like to really bring it all together, we really have to remember that healing it's possible, that abundance, it's your birthlight and someone it's really counting on you to share your gifts and story with them. Like when we can remember this, 
it's going to really shift your energy and how you're showing up in the world and how you're showing up in the world has to come from your heart. And when it does, you become such a magnet to opportunities, to clients, to money, to fulfillment, and even just fun, you know? So remembering these things, it is so life-giving and it really helped me so much on my journey too. And, uh, I feel like now is the time when we are really awakening into, I know I'm meant for more. I know that abundance, it's my birthright. And we just sometimes just cannot see it clearly. Sometimes feel like we're in a bottle. You see there is a label and you cannot read the label because you are within it. So sometimes it does take a shift of perspective or someone who can see it more clearly, you know, for you or with you. So what I'm doing now while I have the energy for it before I'm holding the baby girl in my arms, um, <laughs> I am offering a 30 minutes free abundance activation call because I really wanted to pay it forward for women who are awakening, for women who want to bring more abundance in their life and really see like what could be their blind spot, what could be the things that they're not seeing, what could be the old stories, limiting beliefs that we can really work through so that's um what i am doing to activate the abundance in other people too so i can share with you the link that's like the best way um right now to activate the abundance beautiful beautiful um i feel like someone really needed to hear what you said um about someone is waiting on you to share your gifts and share your story i felt that and i feel like there are definitely some people in the audience that it's just going to hit home for them when they listen. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. I feel like sometimes we are playing it small and safe because we're afraid, but you never know who needs to hear your message. You never know who needs to hear your story. And honestly, sometimes it's, it literally saves lives when somebody can show up and you can really relate with them on a deep level, soul level you're like, she really gets me. She sees me. If she can do it, I can do it. I have to keep going. Sometimes like we're in those dark places that we just got to see that it's possibility that we can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And for us as leaders, it's really moving away from this approval seeking and into service, just devotional service of our people. Yes. <laughs> All right. It. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was so fun to have you and just such a pleasure to riff on all the things with you. And thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you for having me. I loved every second of it. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the Goddess Talk podcast. If you enjoy this show, I would love so much if you subscribed and left a five-star rating and review. And if you liked this episode, be sure to share it so we can spread this mission together far and wide. You can connect with me on Instagram at I am Kristen Lynch and head to goddessbrandco.com for show notes and ways to work with me. Sending so much love and I'll see you on the next episode.